0: is the year. This is the year of getting it together and doing what you do best, hustling, taking care of business and taking care of your community. Join us for JMT Media's podcast, where we interview everyone from the community to small businesses to elected officials who are changing policy that matters for our community. Hey, everyone, good morning. Happy hashtag family Friday, fancy Friday, wearing some nice earrings for our girl, Amanda Stradnieri. you know, I can't really fit into any dresses right now. I just had a baby. So anyhow, welcome to another amazing segment of the Community Corner, hosted and powered by JMT Media. Today is actually a very, very special segment. Um, earlier this week, we had Alex Lutz, the Director of Marketing and Public Relations from Rumsey. And on Wednesday, we had the amazing and incomparable Senator Diane J. Sabino with us talking about Sources, resources for small businesses, nonprofits. And so speaking of nonprofits, we have the fearless CEO, president, leader, visionary um, for one of the largest cultural centers in New York City in the world. Um, We have Eileen Fuchs, the CEO and president from Snug Harbor Cultural Center and Botanical Garden. So, Eileen, are you there with us?
1: Hi. I'm finally here. I'm seeing my, my father and my sister being
0: like, where are you? <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Well, our apologies for our viewers at home that are watching. We had a few technical difficulties, um, as we've mentioned before. Anytime there's a press conference, um, we try to work around it, but it looks like there was a new press conference that popped up during our time class. So thank you for everyone and their patience. Um, so I mean, let's get to it because... You have been just an amazing, visionary, and leader at Snug Harbor. So, can you talk to the folks at home exactly about what your role is and kind of the vision for Snug Harbor these past few years?
1: Sure, Jacqueline. Yeah, it's um, it's it's hard to believe that this summer will be will be three years that I've been at the helm. I joined Snug Harbor I'm, as the president and CEO um, in uh, July of 2017. Um, I was absolutely, and always am every single day, am amazed and humbled by the the great opportunity and responsibility we have to steward one of the most important sites in New York City. Um, Sun Harbor, for those of you who aren't totally aware, which most people are, though, it. it's an 83 acre, beautiful site, 26 buildings, five of, of New York City's first landmarks. We have 14 botanical gardens, a two and a half acre heritage farm. We're home to the world-class institutions, the Staten Island Museum, the Staten Island Children's Museum, the Noble Maritime Collection, Stealth Harbor is both the property manager and the cultural programmer for the entire site. So we, um, you know, we, we act as as a landlord and a partner to not only those people I mentioned, but forty plus small businesses. Artists, nonprofits that um, take space from us and really are our ambassadors and contribute to our identity as an arts incubator, while we also program the site for the community. Um, so it's a it's it's an incredible site. There's no there's literally no place like it in New York in the in the region where you can go to one place and have that many diverse experiences culturally. And so, um, you know, my vision for Sun Harbor is, is, is just through the moon, through the roof here. I mean, it it should be a locally impactful, globally recognized center um, to really, to absorb yourself in art, history, and nature.
0: Absolutely. You know, let's, let's talk about global impact because, you know, the, the big elephant in the world is coronavirus and the impact of for small businesses and nonprofits. So can you talk to us a little bit about how it's impacted um the largest cultural center in open park space, along with um kind of future programming and what's going on there?
1: Sure. Um, you know, it's like like every nonprofit, like every person, like every small business, it's it's been catastrophic and it and it and it was blindsiding, you know, in many ways. For Stunk Harbor, like like many um nonprofits, we, this spring is a beautiful season for us. We run on a fiscal year that ends in July for Snug Harbor. We bring in over 40% of our entire annual revenue between April and June through programming, galas, uh, sales, festivals, all of that is gone. All that is off the table. Um, that makes things incredibly challenging in the arts and culture world. You know, our entire mission is to bring people together, right? At a time right now where the messaging is, is for for the, for health is to stay, stay apart, you know, and we, we, we're, like I said, we're stewards of city property. We are partners to the city. We want to help the city in the great job that they are doing in it. Number one, in a health crisis, right? That that's what that's the number one yeah. goal here: stay home. But it, the stay home message is very, very hard for arts and culture, and the ripple effect of the arts and cultural world being closed in New York City, which is the arguably the greatest cultural capital in the world, it, it's it's profound. You know, the arts and cultural industry, inclu- inclusive of tourism you know contributes to 13% of the total economic activity in New York City. That's for that to be decimated is is going to be economically catastrophic for for the region.
0: You know, without going into too too many details, um in the past 24 hours, the it's been reported and through the mayor's office there will be significant cuts to the ferry which is the number one transportation hub especially for tourism Um, and without getting into too much of the nitty-gritty you know tourism these past three four years has really been the catapult that staten island needed to really have that the eyeballs on and so can you talk to us about what your thoughts are in regards to tourism and all of that
1: sure i mean first look the city's making hard cuts everywhere there 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 was no money you know this is a really really hard time so it's i every city agency has to figure out a way to make cuts and I, and i i feel so bad for every person who's ma- including myself who was making decisions i never even dreamed i'd be making 6 weeks ago 8 weeks ago having said that tourism in staten island um has been a really really exciting thing that you know i've also worked on with you a little bit as well you know uh we, uh Snug Harbor was home to the New York City Winter Lantern Festival the last two um, holiday seasons. And it was one of, a sense of, you know, if we build it, will they come? People never thought they would come. Well, they came. You know, we had 150,000 people come to Snug Harbor in the dead of winter at night. Um, and it was a proof of pudding for us to show, no, no, of tourism is real. Come see the unexpected borough. There was a lot, a lot of momentum around that. And that drives so much. You know, when we when we do the lantern festival, for example, that's one of them. We do many, many events. Yeah. People are driving here, they're spending money at our restaurants, they're buying gas at our gas stations. The economic impact of that is profound. And it's something that Snug Harbor as the cultural anchor of our borough is committed to. We're committed to to raising our community through programming like that that's good for everybody. So again, obviously we there's that model has to shift completely. So that's part of, you know, the second part of your question, earlier question, which I didn't really respond about is.
0: so the programming.
1: How do, right, how does, how do, how do you shift your, your programming? And I, I, I mean, take the time to look at all, you know, the websites and online content of our partners across this borough you know from illuminars to sundog to everyone i mentioned before to the noble maritime collection they have pivoted while losing their staff while losing their resources to bring incredible online content on board Snug harbor this week announced Snug harbor at home um, and we're trying to bring some of the beauty and wonder of the great program we do across stem and steam fields into your home especially at a time you know Sun harbor is so beautiful right now. It's in bloom, you know. It, we're and I think many of us are turning towards, you know, our backyards or our or our you know our windowsills to to plant with our children who are home because <laughs> um, that's fun now too. Um, and and Sun Harbor is really excited to contribute to that. Just last night we did a um, our first ever. Um, online dance party and uh, I my kids were on it you know da- dancing with um, <laughs> I, I I I think we had over uh, sixty or seventy people come in and check in and and from all across the boroughs actually And so that that was really fun and we're going to be not only leaning into that content but also um, you know really leaning into our identity as as open space um, and and um, yeah the the response we've had. I, 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 it's truly been moving to me. I've had so many people write to us, you know, I, I took a walk in Snug Harbor today and it was restorative. I, I I you know, looking at the cherry blossoms and the and it has, has has been mental and emotional and physical health for people and we are so proud that we've been able to bring that to our community during this time.
0: You know, it's it's so interesting. So two points. Um my son and I we watched uh, Snug Harbor Instagrams and one of your directors was talking about plants and stems and leaves and so it was like a really great learning experience for us even though it was online so we're really looking forward to that. So, I'm so you glad you say that. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, speaking of experiences in prepping our session for today, one of the things I noticed is Snug Harbor Cultural Center Botanical Garden is the only New York Botanical Garden that's open right now. I mean, can we really talk about that? Because for, and I've been in the Staten Island community for about seven years, and I mean, it's everybody knows, unfortunately, that we have very limited resources. So how are y'all able to keep this beautiful oasis open to the public and to the community? Uh,
1: thank you for asking that. Um, yeah, it's, Look, we're on city property. So, and we're stewarding city property, city buildings, um, collections of living things. So, all of these things become essential services. However, the health and safety of our staff and our community is the number one priority. So, what the staff has done, what the, you know, what the the horticultural agricultural team and the facilities team do every day to keep the site safe and secure um is incre- is incredible. Um this is all Sun St. Harbor staff, you know, it's no, no other staff. Um and the the reward really has been the community who has who has responded that that we've been there for them, and that's yeah. our job, that is our role, and it's our and it's our privilege and our opportunity to, to lean into the different aspects. You know, Sun Carver has always been something kind of hard to get your your mind around. You know, is it is it this culture? Is it visual arts informing us? And I'm always like, yes, and why is it hard? It's yes, and you know, but this is an opportunity where we're we're leaning into our greatest assets, which are our beautiful open spaces. We are. Let me be very clear. Socially distant, appropriate. You have on that site. You have to be everybody. You have to do that. Um, But if you were, if you know, people who are enjoying it, that that gives us a lot of a lot of um, just it's a boost to all of us. I mean, the, the reality is we have. Living collections that need to be taken care of. You know, we are we're growing food and plants and gardens. Someone needs to someone needs to do that, and um and they're doing it really well. And I'm so blessed with an energetic team who, who you know has come with me on a total 180 now to just respond and care so much for this site.
0: Absolutely. Speaking of of caring and growth, um you know you're gonna, everyone that's following right now. Uh, Snug Harbor just gave us a heads up. Um, you're hearing it live on JMT Media platform. Can you talk about the new and exciting initiative? Um, I think, especially as everyone's talking about um, grocery shopping, et cetera, like I think I'm just gonna leave it to you to talk about, yeah. I think this is so important.
1: Great, yes, I, I'm excited to announce something on on, on your show, um, which is that South Harbor is going to be doing our first ever, this is the news from the farm, uh, CSA. CSA stands for Community Sponsored Agriculture. So what is that? So this is, 20 weeks from June to October of weekly through a weekly pickup membership access to fresh fruits and vegetables. So you come every single week, depending on this, depending on the week we're in, you're going to see all different types of fruits and vegetables and you, and it's a market style. So you're going to come and just you and people who are the members are going to be able to shop from between four and 15 different things. You know, it could be tomatoes. It could be um, different kinds of greens during one season for for cold salads, you know, um, like arugula, or it could be something like kale for more heartier greens. It's going to be from our fruit trees. Um, it's an incredible thing. Why, why now, right? First, the Heritage Farm has, for years, been providing produce through different local distribution channels. We sell to high-end restaurants, through farmers markets, through donations, through education. You know, COVID-19 has disrupted our, our food distribution channels, and we've wanted to create a new model that we've long wanted to do, which is to really um, look at our local community. CSA Mm -hmm. is good for your body. This is freshly grown, locally grown, high nutritional density fruits and vegetables at a time when people need that. It's good for the environment. You're reducing your carbon footprint of, of food miles, and it's good for the economy. Supporting a local farm in a global pandemic is a a worthy investment. Um, so we're really excited about that. We're going to have, we're going to have more details on that on our, on our website next week. We're going to, um, start talking about that more. It's going it runs, runs from June to October. We're, we're really, really excited about this and we hope the community is too. And we hope there, um, we can, we can, um, build your support in a real community building effort.
0: That's fantastic. I, and is there a way that small businesses can help support? Like, can we, AKA like James, can we, purchase a certain number of CSAs for community members that can't afford it just so that they can have access um in the desert
1: first of all that's that's Jacqueline thinking about other people at this time so that's that's amazing <laughs>
0: well yeah um, and, and
1: absolutely and, and, I, and I'm glad you asked that because you also you can decide if you want to buy one share with with three neighbors and test it out you absolutely can do that with oh. the shares and we also will find a way to to accept um uh food stamps as well and, and try to make it more accessible um and we'll work with people individually on payment plans as well but it's it is really the equivalent of of $30 a week of fresh food you know fresh fruits and vegetables for 20 weeks
0: that's fantastic oh my yeah. gosh congratulations you know Thanks. and the one constant that's been happening these past six to eight weeks is change. And so I love that Snug Harbor has really been able to accept this change, shift its model, and are like, okay, here's our new strategy. Here's our new plan to accommodate our community. And that's really what Community Corner is about is sharing resources, sharing information. I'm so privileged and pleased that you're sharing this on, on our show. Um, you know, And I'm sure that Pam Silvestri Hopefully she's watching. This is going to be a great story. Um, okay. She's been doing an excellent job every morning. Oh, i sure try to tune in. She really has. She really she's has. She's doing an excellent job. So Eileen, I'm going to, um, we're going to conclude today's show with can I pay one more fabulous money? I know. Yes, yes, of course.
1: Um, I'm wearing lipstick.
0: That's right. Um, for you. <laughs> that's right look y'all you have to look your best all day every day even if it's just putting on lipstick do it for somebody do it for your significant other for yourself just do it um so for those of you that are watching well first before we close out um want to say hi to mike bloomfield from techie he said hi jacqueline and eileen um pamela a major major force on Stenna, Um, she says the heritage farm reminds eileen of our surroundings as kids that's very sweet um, Brandon Patterson, um, great stuff, Eileen. Can't wait to pick up some produce this summer. That's right. And adapter die, great job, Eileen. That's right. Um, let's see here. <laughs> Mike says, Jacqueline, you don't want to go on for two hours? No, because I have my little eight-week-old, so I have to cut it short. And then, of course, your Papa Bear, love your Papa Jack. Um, impressed and enjoying the interview. Great job, Eileen and Jacqueline. Well, I'm going to leave this final note because it's hashtag Family Friday. This weekend, as folks are celebrating Passover, Easter, they're being with their families, I want you to always think about what community means, uh, aside from Blood to Blood, but also your neighbors, your friends, your community. And next week, if you're tuning in, we have the amazing Scott Van Campen from Makerspace going to join us so we can talk about the face mask that he's been uh, duplicating and replicating and distributing. We also have Alfred Cerullo, who's an amazing force, and of course Joseph Ferrara, uh, principal, BFC principal and partner uh, for Empire Outlets, community advocate. So, Make sure that you tune in, um, but more importantly, check in on your neighbor, at least one person a day. That's all that matters. And again, social distancing, keep it safe and be positive, y'all. Thank you so much and you have a wonderful Friday. Thank you, Eileen.